Hey guys, it's Keith. And this is Jesse. This is a new player has joined. A podcast about the video games people love and why they love them. And today we are secretly... Well, not secretly. I'm 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 screaming You're pretty and hitting. Overtly. I'm 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 taking a lead pipe and I'm hitting you in the head with it yeah. quietly. But but I'm doing it yeah. while I'm grabbing onto an Oldsmobile. Right. We're talking about the '90s racing game Skitchin, which is a, a rollerblading dream fever-induced nightmare. It depends on how you look at it, but either way, it's a nightmare or a dream. It's fun. It's stupid, and it's weird. Most most of the things that involve rollerblading and inline skating can fall under that headline, I feel. What's up? No, you nailed it. It's cool, stupid, and weird. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's what everything about rollerblading is. Everything. I can't, yeah, I can't defend that. That's correct. <laughs> Let's jump in. Let's do it. This is New Players Joined. Are. We are here. What a yeah. are you so you're still playing 2K? Yeah, I just I'm up three games to zero against the Orlando Magic. And you and I were talking yesterday that I'm like, I can't name one. No. I can tell you Shaquille O'Neal mm-hmm. from way back in the nineties. Yep. I can tell you Dwight Howard. Yep. And I've lost I know I I just played them last night. Horace I, Grant. From way back in the nineties, I don't even consider like yeah. you know what I mean. Like he's like a bull who who left. It's like you. That's like cheating. Yeah, like, you know what I mean. Like Dwight Howard and Shaq came from Orlando. Yeah, so it's like this thing of and like, Anthony Hardaway. I mean, I'm beating the shit out of them. It's of like not even like the scores have been a hundred to fifty. Like they don't even get any points down. That's yeah. the thing. Mike players getting ridiculous. I'm six two. Mm-hmm. And I'm like averaging like four blocks a game. That's not normal. <laughs> like, it's not. Like, I just have timed it so well, and I'm, like, yeah. getting better at it. I'm, like, averaging 40 points a game. So I'm, like, wanting to rush. I want to win the season. I want to win MVP. I want to get all the things. I just want to see what, like, they give me. Right, what because, it looks like in the because game. Because my jersey is going to be, like, number one in sales. I have all the fans you can get. Like, I have, like, it turns into a real single-player campaign right. of, like, I'm beating the game yeah. or whatever. Um, That's really cool, the idea that, like, you get the endorsements, you get the T-shirt yeah. the t-shirt sales, the jersey the, sales. The coolest part was making your own shoe. Oh. You didn't get to do that in 2019, okay? Right? You didn't, well, did mean, you, have you done I'm, it? Nobody, d- whatever you can do in 2K19, I will never know because my <laughs> character will never be like, if you're the MVP, I'm like, I'll never be that. Because I play 2 k 11, 10, whichever Spike Lee one it was, and LeBron James was wearing his uh, headband to hide his... Uh, oh, uh, frequency vibrations? Yeah. Uh, I remember playing that one, and you can purposely make your shoe like the beginning, and like, because it was less... it w- There was no neighborhood. There was no online right. element. It was just kind of like, here's your creative player. Mm-hmm. I think I told Edgar when he had him on, I was like 7'2", a white dude, yeah. surfer who shot threes and like would block LeBron all day because I was seven two and he couldn't <laughs> do anything about it. Um, so this game, they you you it depends on which company you go with. Okay. Like at the beginning of two K twenty, they're like, "Do you want to go with Nike? Do you want to go with Puma? Do you want to go with Hitman?" And there's like legit people in the game who it's like that's what made the single player campaign so gross to me is that you go and hang out with all these people who pitch you, you the player. The person playing the game, yeah, 
yo, Hitman's got some cool shoes. So like, just, like, it's just the commercial thing. Yeah, and so, but when you actually play, play the game, like, what it is is the neighborhood, and in the neighborhood, you can buy shoes. You can have, like, a collection of shoes and that sort of thing. But when you choose your company, they're like, here's your 10 shoes that are, like, your base-level shoe, mm-hmm. and you're going to design them and make them your own shoe. Okay. So, like, I made this, like, outer space really badass Shoe that nice. genuinely had like a lot of fun, and every year you get to like create a new shoe. That's super so, cool. So like that stuff. If I like really loved the NBA, and I was really like, this is what my dream would be. I'd be like, this is the coolest, yeah. funnest, best thing in the world. I obviously am like detached from it, and then me as the jaded gamer who plays other games sees where they pulled from other games right. to like make money. So there's aspects of the game where I'm like, this is dope. Then there's other aspects of it that I'm like, fuck you. Yeah. We're trying to make my money. Like, <laughs> the clothes you can buy in it are you can dress like a witch. What? You can, like, you buy, like, a witch's hat and you can buy, like, a witch's shirt. And it's kind of like what they're pushing on 2K players to buy. And I was like, you're like, this isn't Fortnite. I'm, I'm going to keep going back to the Frisbee golf thing that they put that yeah, is. Yeah, Rolf. I, I just don't. <laughs> All right, we're going to get into it. But hey, guys, welcome to New Players in a Podcast with Vegas People Love and Why They Love Them. And I'll, I'm sure bringing Froth into this. <laughs> okay? Because today's episode for me is very 90s. Yes. It stays in 90s. It's also weird white people shit. Like, a lot of this is weird. What, Like, because now that the the state the state that the country's in yeah. the social movements that are happening it's just like clicking in my brain mm-hmm. how stupid most of this shit is that you and I grew up with yes and as a black person who like has been like the world's racist the country's racist cops are trying to put me in jail and we're all like look at the stupid shit we're enjoying look at look at the shit we're getting away with and right. that's exactly what this game is yes. about yes. <laughs> This whole game in the 90s was like the most white privilege bullshit so, in the world. Keith, what game are we talking We're about? We're talking today? about Skitchin. Skitchin, if you're unfamiliar, was a I Sega called it Genesis Skitchin when I was young. Yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. Uh, Skitchin is a Sega Genesis game where you are a rollerblader, an inline skater, and you are racing. And Because Skitchin is a thing. Skitching it's, a, it's, a, is, it's a very real thing. Skitching is a thing. I actually want to look up. The, uh, the other names for it, because I had the Wikipedia other names for it. Oh, yeah. Um, so it is the act of hitching a ride by holding onto a motor vehicle while riding on a skateboard, roller skates, or bicycle. It is also sometimes referred to as bumper hitching, bumper shining, poggying, bizzing, skid hopping, bumper jumping, and hooky bobbing. This is the whitest shit in yes. the world, because even the slang terms sound like an they 80 sound year old. British. They just sound like made up by a white person. We're going dupa dopping. <laughs> I mean, like, finish your crumpets and tea. We're going hooky bobbing. Hooky bobbing. Sounds like you're going to go punch a cop for breaking up a union in the 1920s. Okay, but Skitchin, when I think of it, I think of skateboarders. I think of wakeboarding. Like, it's just dry wakeboarding is, like, what you Yeah. Doing. That's all you're really doing. Why this game and why we're talking about today is so specific because it's rollerblading. It is. People who think, because you're around it, we see rollerblades, it's frequent, they're not weird. But there was a time when rollerblades were like fidget spinners. Yeah. Like, they were, like, it wasn't for a full decade. It was like a couple years, Mm -hmm. and everyone did it, and then it was gone. Yeah. And it was very, very fast. And this game 
lock like like capitalized yes. hard it when it was there. popular. Dude, this game because uh, all you do is you race other players. It's just road rash. So it's just the game road rash. It's exact that same game. You're on rollerblades and you're you're you gain speed by hitching rides on the bumpers of cars and motorcycles so and buses. You that go by. are on a main road. Mm -hmm. You're rollerblading down the middle of a main road yeah. of a highway or something, and you grab onto a car and you're trying to get some finish lines for other people, and like Road Rash, you punch them in the face, mm -hmm. you get weapons, you hit them, you can get better rollerblades, your gear gets shittier. Yep. It's kind of like um, money management. Money management is a very addictive thing in video games it without people for talking some about it, because there's a balance to it, right? You can't just play this game and go, 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 go. Right. There's now a new element of your rollerblades are all fucked up, and you have to buy new gear, and not right. overspend, and blah, 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 blah. You don't want to buy the cheap pair, because they'll wear out, they'll right. be as fast. You don't, you can't, like, it's that thing that happens in your brain where you go, I want that most expensive pair, but if I, if I don't spend any money, it'll take me longer to get them, because I'll win fewer races, so I have to, like, incrementally upgrade my gear right and that'll take me less time to get to that high end and i will say the graphics i was kind of taken back a little bit because yeah. there's a there's a moment where this roller skater loses balance and he actually does have this fluid motion yeah. of like losing his balance i was like whoa no the <laughs> the animation of your player is actually pretty good for 1994 i was very yeah taken back <laughs> there's there's so much about this game that's kind of hilarious for what it is. Did, did you see the the initial warning? Is it just say don't do this? Basically, yeah, they had to put a warning at the beginning of the game that was like, "This is fictionalized. This is crazy. Please don't do this." And you can guess what every single fucking kid did yeah. immediately after we were done playing that game. This is listen. That. This game is one scene from Back to the Future. I did all this shit. Mm -hmm. So you have to understand, I like skateboarded, I inlined, yeah. I built ramps, I would do dangerous shit all the fucking time. Mm -hmm. So this was right, I should be dead. Like, when I, <laughs> when I, I've been saying that for years. When I've been doing, when I was doing improv comedy, <laughs> It, I should have been dead. I should have been dead. No, like, but listening to other people talk about how they injured themselves or how, like, other people talk about when they put themselves in dangerous situations, I was yeah. like, oh, I shouldn't be alive. Keith, I rollerbladed and I stopped after I broke my wrist. <laughs> I was, what, what, like 12? And I just ate shit, went full, like, feet up in the air over my That's head. hilarious. Tried to brace my fall, broke my ulna. So... I have a bunch of... I, we'll go into it, and we'll talk about why rollerblading isn't popular anymore, and I, like, I went into it. Because obviously, if you guys know me, and I get into something, I you go down the my... history of I it. I want the rabbit holes. Yeah. I want to know what happened. I want to know why this is popular. <laughs> like, yeah. what, like, what led to said thing yeah. that sticks in our brain and our psyche for a while? Um, but Skitchin, I think I rented it with my brother a lot. I played it a lot. It was a two-player game. I'd bring friends over. If you played Road Rash, it's very easy to sell somebody on this game. Yeah, it's of just a concept. it's a new Road Rash. It's a new Road Rash, and you just rollerblade, and people are like, "Oh man, rollerblading's so cool right now." Yeah, it'll always be here. <laughs> it will never go away. We'll always feel very confident in rollerblading. So I remember inlining um, because I was playing hockey, so I was very, very good at it. Right, but no one else did it. Mm -hmm. So it was like this weird, it's like hockey and rollerblading and roller skating, just in general, being able to stand on two knives or two wheels with boots yeah. and be good, be, be balanced. balanced, like be able to, it's like second nature or whatever. It's very difficult. It's very difficult. And I didn't put that into my head because I just was skating 
all the time. So yeah. I'm always like, why don't other people do this? Because with skateboarding, riding a bike, a scooter, you can jump off mm -hmm. in any moment, and you can you be can like, bail. You can bail. You can do that in a car. Any you can do it <laughs> in an airplane or a but helicopter. When something is taped or tied to your ankles, yeah. you are like, fuck this. This inline skating is like, hey, we got you this bike. Cool. It's part of your body. <laughs> I don't want to be this the six million dollar man or whatever. Um, for us to go into it, because I think we should just talk about. I was going to the history of this. So I think we should just play my game, so we can just go into sure the let's let's do your game man this game is called rollerblades died hard where i'm going to give you <laughs> rollerblade trivia okay and i want you to just answer it the best that i can i don't expect you yeah. this is more supposed to just be like a i get you fuck? we'll recap what this is the World Roller Hockey League that only took place in the West Coast United States existed for one year was a roller hockey league that uh -huh. took on the beach and there were ramps behind the net. Do you know what Bendy is? No. Bandy? Bandy is like Russian hockey slash soccer. Okay. Where it's this giant open ice field and you basically play field hockey. So this is kind of a mixture of it. It was roller hockey and it was on... ESPN2. People don't remember ESPN2 when it first came out. It was like bowling, oh. billiards. Like uh, Dodgeball has a joke that they're like, welcome to the Ocho. Yeah, which is ESPN just like, eight. they just ran out of stupid shit to show. Yes. I want you to name one team from this defunct roller hockey. Okay, league. so it's, it's only West Coast. So I want you to point out that this shit is all very white. Yeah. And when you're trying to seem cool, what do you? What do white people do to try to seem cool? And is always the wrong choice. They try to seem dangerous. What is dangerous to white people? And I know your brain doesn't work like this, but what do white people do to try to seem cool? Keith, Just my brain only works like this because I'm a white person. <laughs> they try to act not white. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, oh, anytime God. white people try to be cool. Their instinct is to rap or something. Their, their instinct like, is, is it to not? take somebody else's culture. Just, it is. <laughs> it's because there's nothing to it. Yeah. I'm trying to think of like like the fact that Vanilla Ice exists. If, all right. If there's a team, this all happened in California. Mm -hmm. Is all the what is a what is a big ethnicity in California? It's a Mexican population. What would a white person name? Oh no. Just, they just, okay. Okay. So I'm gonna go through this. <laughs> It's the 90s. Uh, it's a white population. They're trying to to glob on to somebody else's ethnicity, but they do it so offensively. So the things that stick out to a white to a white Californian in 1994, uh, sombreros, uh, siestas, uh, fucking burritos, fucking taco. That's like the extent of the food they know. So. Uh, You're so close Burritos and tacos Am I really? You're nachos? Come on Keep going Keep going Burritos, tacos Enchiladas Fajitas What's Not It's not Tortillas What <laughs> How bad is this? Salsa Salsa? Just salsa That's Exclamation point With like the upside down like The, the regular San Diego salsa <laughs> Did I get it? It's just salsa It's just salsa <laughs> Put a city on that shit. Oh god, that is so bad. Mitchell Goosen is 16 slash 17-year-old kid. What? <laughs> is that a question? I guess he's 17. <sighs> okay. 
Keith is dying trying to read this question. This is a movie. Okay. Okay. Mitchell Goosen is 16 slash 17. They don't even know what his <laughs> age is. <laughs> they don't, they made the this movie the and they don't movie. know. I'm so sorry. I'm scaring Ollie. Ollie um, just shot up like, what the fuck? Oh my God. I'm so sorry. Scaring Ollie. Oh, yeah. that's, so they don't know his it's goddamn so age. He, who's from California who loves to surf and rollerblade, yet his parents, who are two zoologists. Were, <laughs> <laughs> they're two zoologists. This, both of his parents are zoologists. We're giving Grant to work in Australia. The only problem, Mitchell couldn't go with them. So Mitchell had to go to Cincinnati to try to become a cool kid in a small town. Oh, God. Name one person from this movie. Emilio Estevez. No. Charlie Sheen. I want you to... Um, Where do you want me to put my brain I want you to one? put yourself in... There are certain actors... Who are popular today, or that you and I know? Kiefer Sutherland. No, damn um, it. And they like they've just been in shit forever. Okay. This movie's called Airborne. Airborne. Yep. And uh, Kevin Bacon. No. God damn it. Ninety three. Uh, Ninety three. Okay. Ninety three. Kevin Bacon's eighties. Those kid. These are kids. So uh, they're all sixteen. The 17. movie. The air up there would beg to differ, but <laughs> that's fine. Uh, you stick with whatever you think. <laughs> So who's around? Who's a star now? Who would have been a kid back then? Uh, like Ben Affleck would have been that age, maybe. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio was around, but he was too big for this. Leonardo was doing. Uh, he was. Fuck, he was almost in Gilbert. Titanic. Was doing Gilbert Grape. Yeah, playing, that's true. Uh, which, in my opinion, after seeing him in everything, was his best acting role, where it wasn't him just fucking someone. I can't think of a single fucking person. Who who's in this? It's before they're big. Yeah, right. No, nineties. I don't think you've also Seth Green, Jack. Black. Oh yeah, Jack Black and Seth Green were in this movie that no one really saw. Uh, based on this kid who basically shows up and he's like, "Hey, I'm new here," and they're like, "You suck." And he's like, "Can I play ice hockey?" Yep. He goes on the ice hockey team. He like kicks the shit out of everybody and gets the girl and. All that sort of stuff, and Jack Black is the goalie. Jack Black mm-hmm. has been in so many things throughout the years that I like didn't connect. He was in like the Never Ending Story, like the fourth one. Was he? Yeah, he was in a lot of weird '90s movies. Good for Jack. A lot of straight to VHS things that were popular. Okay, um, all right. There you go. Uh, number three in Mighty Ducks Two, Charlie is told to get the team back together. Do you mm-hmm. remember this? Yeah. In which turns creates a huge montage of rollerblading through Minnesota to tell all his friends that the team's getting back together. Yep. How many miles did Charlie rollerblade? <laughs> he goes through the Mall of America at one point. Yeah. And he's nowhere... I'm going to say he rollerbladed 89 miles. Roll, Charlie rollerbladed legitimately 43 miles to get his team back <laughs> together. <laughs> he, he was approaching... Double marathon mileage. They're like, hey, go get your friends. Okay. And he starts rollerblading. (laughs) 43 miles. Imagine by the end of that montage, him and half the team are just fucking dead. (laughs) They're just haggard, dehydrated. I just think about logically... I've been to the Mall of America multiple times. I picture that giant parking lot. I picture all this shit. Yeah. Like, 
you guys have to understand, getting to the Mall of America is like trying to get into any big stadium. Think about that. Think yeah. about how the traffic is, all the parking lots, all the roads. Oh like, my god, a scene, all the mazes. A scene where the entire team is on rollerblades and they're just stuck in traffic just, between cars. They're that are literally skitching. They're skitching yeah, through. Skitchin'. Uh, Forty-three miles. Uh, Jesse, what was the final death nail in inline skating? What made it officially not popular anymore? Well, the Bill Bird joke is that. There's that one joke that gets passed around. Oh, we'll talk about that. Okay. What was like the, oh, it's just gone now. Like, this is it. Um, I, I want to say like skateboarding took over. I want to say it's like Tony Hawk. In a way, but yeah, but what, like, what was, what, what is that connected to? X Games? Yeah. Yeah. So X, X Games just showed up and it was just like, it's over. Like, it's not popular anymore. Yeah. I'm not going to do it anymore. That's fair. <laughs> it is and it isn't. There's a bunch of kids who are probably like, this is all I've been doing. Right. I don't skateboard. I don't do any of this and shit. And they're like, yeah, it's not a competition for you. And it was because they couldn't find anyone to mark it off of. They couldn't find like the best person. There yeah. was no lightning rod. Right. Right. Skateboarding has had Tony Hawk's, had guys like Peralta, all these guys in the past. That yeah. And like lock on to dog boys of summer, all this like cool. Yeah. And then rollerblading. It's just kind of there. It just came out of nowhere. I couldn't tell if it was a sport, if it was like a, this is part of like a hockey thing or this is its own like trick thing. Yeah, it was a weird, it's just so stuck in time. Question, whatever. When did roller derby become popular? Oh, uh, 98. 1940. <laughs> okay. I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't even close. <laughs> Isn't that just like. I mean, we'll talk about it. Rollerball is a movie starring LL Cool J is something you haven't thought about for years. <laughs> you don't know that. And you're like, isn't that like Death Race? And I'm like, no, no, no. You're thinking of Running Man. Anyways, name <laughs> anyone from the first Rollerball from 1975. 19, the first Roller... 19, I didn't know this got recreated. I didn't know. I didn't know that I was I thought a, just Rollerball was just like, fine, sure, chuck it in. I have literally no idea, so I'm just going to say whoever they were, they were also in The Warriors. <laughs> Was was he? No. <laughs> what are you thinking? I'm trying to think what else. Wait. He, he Kevin was a, Bacon. <laughs> he was a villain. Okay. He's a villain, but then as time went on, became like a favorite. Oh, who's the who's the dude from Blacklist? Is he in this? That seems to fit the bill. Gene Hackman. Oh, Gene Hackman. Gene okay. Hackman sure. in the 70s was Lex Luthor. Yeah. Like, he was like this. But then like, he was Tenenbaum. And then yeah, he and then of, he did Hoosiers. Yep. And they started to push him to be like this. The good guy. The good guy that you're supposed to dislike. Like yes. in Birdcage is like my favorite. Is he's a hardcore Republican. Yeah. That they dress up as a drag queen at the end. Yeah. And things like that. Like I like that shit. Um, you can only get rid of one. Mm-hmm. But your kid becomes obsessed with the other things. Okay. Heelys, soaps, scooters, inlines. What's soaps? Oh my God. What is Do it? you not know what soaps are? I, I went to weird places. Are any of you else screaming about soaps? I, we can't hear you if you are. Keith, what are soaps? Uh, soaps is shoes that they put plastic material in the middle of your sole. Okay. Of like the... Uh, oh, so that you can like grind on rails. grind on rails without inlines or a skateboard. Okay. So Heelys. Okay. Soaps. Sure. Scooters. Uh-huh. Inlines. Uh, like your kid is like, he has to have a scooter. He has to have his Heelys. Like he has to. Okay. Heelys are immediately out. <laughs> Fuck that. I'm not having some kid who does like... 
six inches worth of, of like heelys everywhere with every step. But you can't get hit in the shin hard with a soap or a heely. Fuck heelys. I'm, I'm <laughs> telling you. No, I, literally, I would take anything else. I don't want heelys and I don't want scooters, but I'll take scooters over heelys, no problem. I don't want... It's like, wow, it there's just weird. There's wheels built into your heels. Isn't that cool? Yeah. Can they get you to go fast enough so that you outrun all the people who are going to try to kick your ass? There's a dang cook movie where he works at Costco. Terrible that you brought this <laughs> and to my that, attention. And he's supposed to be cool. Like, he wears Heelys as a cool person. Cool. As cool, a cool. <laughs> Dane Cook wears Heelys as a cool person is a sentence that exists uh. in this world now. Uh, what were the ages of boys I read who died from sketching? <laughs> 8, 14, 20. 16, 17, 18. Okay. Um, and so I saw that and I was kind of like, I wasn't that I laughed that they mm -hmm. were young. It was like this feeling of, I was expecting it to be like 20s. Third, like I was yeah. expecting like at least one of them to just be like some stupid man thought this yeah. was like, going to be a funny and I'm like, oh, goddamn, they're kids. And Tony Hawk has come out to basically being like, do not Do not sketch. sketch. Um, and then the thing that really freaked me out, that sketching was only responsible for two out of the 42 deaths at the time of skateboarding deaths. Oh, wow. And I was like, oh, so. What were the other? I'm imagining you're not wearing a helmet yeah. or you get hit by a car. Just trauma. I think that's where my Blood brain. I trauma. didn't go down that path. <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, <laughs> I didn't went down the sketch path. Uh, what burns more calories, rollerblading or running? Oh, God, it's rollerblading, isn't it? They're about the same. Oh, okay. They're about the same. Okay. Uh, which is actually very interesting because rollerblading is way better for your knees and joints and stuff yeah. like that because it's way less shock. So it's actually kind of better if you do rollerblade. Roller disco, thoughts? Pass. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I, I want to point out roller disco is like a white thing that I feel like has turned into a black thing. Uh, roller skating. Roller disc, roller dancing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like the roller I discos. I don't know originally who started it. I could. It was a white. It was in the 70s because it was supposed to just be like a part a disco, but you have rollerblades on and things like that. Because it's not rollerblades. Yeah, they're uh, roller skates. The what was the movie with the kids who were in the roller skating competition? This is like early aughts, I think, but it's literally just like who's the best roller skate dance crew. Really? Yeah. What is this? I forget. I forget what it's you called. You got served, but, it's like, but rollerblades. It's way better. Uh, <laughs> this is this is going to be one of the things that's going to be hard for. Well, finish the finish the the quiz, and we'll go from there. Uh, okay. Who in Mighty Ducks two that most def? Who is in Mighty Ducks two that most definitely shouldn't have been Mighty Ducks two? Shouldn't have been. Yes. Oh God! It's the fucking Iceland team. No. It's not. No. What was Mighty Ducks two? No, that is the ice cream, but it's like... Uh, oh, but you're not... But it's not... Uh, this is so stupid and weird. I laughed so hard when I saw it. I have no idea. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. <laughs> what? <laughs> I laugh because Wayne Gretzky's in it, but they're like, it's hockey. He's hockey. Let's yeah. ask him to be in like that stuff. I'm like, whatever. Iceland as a hockey country, whatever. Like, all these things. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? Yeah. I don't even... As a child, I guess that's how much I just didn't associate. Like, that's how much I don't know who Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is. He's a smart motherfucker. He's the smartest, one of the best players, if not the best basketball player of all time. Yeah. And I'm like, he was in Mighty Ducks, too? Yeah. <laughs> sure. Why not? Um, 
And then we talked about recently, what's the real reason people do not rollerblade today? Because of that Bill Bird routine that he pointed out. Well, not even like, yeah, it's not even... But it's Bill- an old joke. Keith, what's the hardest part about rollerblading? Telling your parents you're gay. Hi-oh! So... That's and obviously the joke. This has been, uh, this has been Rollerblades Died Hard. Um, this... That that joke and that perception of rollerblading I became got, mainstream. I got such weird looks when I'd be in Denver rollerblading around yeah. people who were like riding bikes and running and shit. Yeah. Like I was like the odd person out. And I never saw it as weird. But like now looking back on it, I guess it's like weird. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's we all just agreed as a society that this was like for some reason just so uncool and the terminology we used uh to describe it was homophobic but the the idea in everybody's headspace was you're a fucking loser if you rollerblade all of a sudden i was looking up articles i was looking up people like rollerblading it was depressing yeah because people are like one person literally like showed google images of like if you're right he wrote is scape or is rollerblading, and then the rest, I'm like, gay, yep. stupid, do people like it still? When yeah. is it going to be popular again? And I'm like, god damn. It's sad if I'm you like, that's it. depressing. It's such like a like, nah. time where, <laughs> where I bet even when I hung out with like a bunch of progressives, mm-hmm. and everyone's nice, we're going to do this, we're going to fight, and I'm like, I'm going to go rollerblading, like, everybody would be You'd, making Everybody would make the joke. <laughs> everybody would make that same stupid joke. Over and over and over again. So it's this weird, like... We're we're looking at this cool game. Mm -hmm. We're doing something illegal. Yeah. We're gaining a ton of speed. We're doing something cool, like beating the shit out of each other with, like, weapons, and you're on rollerblades, and you're racing. By the way, I want to point this out before we go on, because I know that this is an area of contention for some people, calling stuff like this white. Uh, And the reason that we're talking about that is because if you were in the 90s, and you were a white kid, and you grabbed a bumper and tried to ride it, you would get at most a stern talking to from yeah. a cop. You nothing would happen. If nothing you were would not white and American, you did this, you would get fucking hurt, arrested, shot, like whatever. Yeah. So that's what we're referring to when we say like this is a it's this is a pri- white. You can thing. get away with shit. Yeah. Privilege. Yeah. Like you absolutely get away with shit. You can do whatever you want. There's gonna be no repercussions for it. Yeah. All that sort of. So stuff. So that's that's where that angle comes from in talking about this game. I feel like we need to actually talk about the game itself at this point, because the are you are you down? Yeah, or of course. You, it's like the the thing that this game falls into, which is like the repetition trap. Yes, it's just like essentially the same level it over and over and it over. Really, and over again. the art for the levels, like the road, is the same thing, and it's just in the background, which you're skating towards, is a different skyline. Right, and it's it's very funny. This game comes off the bat, like, comes at you hard. It's like guitar solos. Everybody's supposed to look cool and have cool names. And then it's like, all right, time for our first city, Vancouver. All right. Yeah, <laughs> Try to make like, it real badass. And it's, it's this weird... There's this weird thing where this is a game that's great for 20 minutes, and then you got to turn it off. Yeah. Uh, the background for all the cities, for San Francisco... What's the biggest thing that you know of, like for Golden Gate Bridge? Golden Gate Bridge, but you can't skate towards a bridge no. if you're skating towards a city. So they put the San Francisco skyline, and whenever you turn, 
the Golden Gate Bridge is just in the middle of a desert, connecting to nothing. It's not even <laughs> over water. It's like, you get it. Yeah, it just, you know, here's shorthand for be- where you are. Because I go and I look up the reviews, because mm. I can be like, oh man, that was so much fun, I really enjoyed that game, and I can go back and people be like, no you didn't. Yeah. <laughs> it is, like, there's, there's good parts of this game. It is fun, the controls are good. The concept is great. The concept is great. That you're just grabbing onto cars that are driving by. What this game does that's really smart is at the bottom of the screen, it has a rear view, so you can see the skaters and the vehicles behind you, and you can set yourself up to sketch a ride. That's so stupid to say that out loud. Sketch a ride. Just hitch a ride. Yeah. Uh, But it's it's a very smart mechanic that allows the game to become not just fun, but also like, you can get good at this shit. As good as you can with a game that's like three mechanics within it. It's three mechanics, but it also goes back to like the money management yeah. aspect of it, of just like the game itself, the the challenge is like a six or a seven. Yeah. And then the money management is like separate. So if you just fuck that up, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter how well you play yeah. the game, really. This- and so like the thing about it is like the aspect of the music and people are like, oh man, the music's phenomenal let's talk about that because the music is like this midi punk grunge nightmare they said he- they said heavy metal i was like this is not heavy this is not heavy metal, metal. This is not heavy metal the, i know what you're, you're talking about like listen to this right here this is a midi track yeah of somebody who's like give me a, a distorted guitar midi and just like just that beating bass line and we, drum line. We are an album away from Sonic. Yeah. We are an album away. Like it, we're, we're real very close. close. We're real it. close. So it's like this weird, like, cargo short, flannel wearing, yes. backward hat wearing. You're going to go listen to Pearl Jam after. The dude you are racing as looks like he's Eddie Vedder Which inlining. Airborne is exactly Michael Goose, Mitchell Goosen. This is what the kid looks like. like yeah. It's all the same kid. The same vibe. Same vibe. Then the grunge, mm-hmm. while also poppy, go lucky. This is so marketed towards white middle class. Oh, like the cops aren't going to arrest. Like it's cops aren't going to arrest. You, you can hitch a ride on a cop car in this game. Yeah. And they're just like, whatever. Yeah. Oh, Don't do it again. No. I'll tell your I'll tell your mom. Yeah. I'll tell your mom or whatever. One of my favorite little uh, little things they put in this game is whenever you grab a bumper to ride, your character goes, yeah. <laughs> I assume it's just. <laughs> Let's be honest. This would rip your arms off. Yes. If you're grabbing onto a speeding car, like, while almost stationary or yeah. only going five miles an hour, it's like, you're going to break your goddamn and arm. Here's here's a, here's a an aspect of the game. This is this goes back to what I was talking about with uh, why rollerblading, inlining. Like, think about that. Inline skating and rollerblading. Like, they couldn't even decide, like, what are we calling it? Right. Because inline skating is like, okay, this is sport. And rollerblading is like, okay, this is trick-based. You know what I mean? Like, it feels like it's two different things. Are you playing hockey? Are you racing? Inline couldn't figure itself out because inline skates are supposed to be, like, hockey skates and speed skates and things like that. And then rollerblading uh, is supposed to be, like, roller derby. It's supposed to be those quad... I'm willing to bet that if you ask most people to differentiate the two, they'd be like, that's the same thing. They don't know what the difference is. And that's kind of the thing is like way drastically different states. Are you guys racing and playing sports or are you guys on half pipes doing tricks? And they couldn't figure out which it was. And in this game, you're racing, but you can do tricks 
off of ramps, and when you do them, three judges appear in the bottom left corner of the screen and give you scores. So and it's like, obviously, this is why I love the X game game I told you about. Right, it's like the same fucking thing. It's like sketching or sketching, except there aren't any cars, and you off ramps. It's the same. Exactly. Thing. So like, that just this weird middle ground that this game is stuck in, where it doesn't seem like it knows what it wants to be at time, or not this game, what uh, rollerblading is. Yeah, like nobody knows what to do with it. Nobody. Everybody's just kind of staring at rollerblades. Like, what do we? How do we make money off of you? There were like seven professional roller hockey leagues yeah. that tried to take off in the mid nineties. All of them died. Yeah. Like it's like a weird like. How do we capitalize on this like now? That's it, that's also very fun to me because like, well, I guess in the nineties hockey was more popular. It wasn't. It wasn't. It was. Hockey realized they could capitalize on this. Like, even the Beach Hockey League that I talked about, they grabbed a couple NHL players to try to gain... Yeah, notoriety. Notoriety, popularity. popularity. But, like, no one... The thing about rollerblading is it's hard. Yes. So people don't want to do it. Mm -hmm. You, I'm bad at basketball. I'm very bad. I can still dribble the ball and run and pass, and I can still technically play the game. But when you're bad at rollerblading... You can't even do the basics. You break your wrist when you're 12 years old. Or somebody calls you gay by walking by you. Like, everything about it in your head is, I want to take these off my feet. And in ice hockey, figure skates. People are like, oh, don't get figure skates. Figure skates are like this, that. But hockey, oh, you must beat people up. Yeah. (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? Like weird ideas we have about these athletic uh, endeavors. And just like, we just uh, attach whatever we want. Right, exactly. And I'm like, I don't like it's everything to me is just silly. everything in the 90s did so bad was it completely missed how to represent youth yeah and i don't know if you paid attention to the pictures of all the characters that are talking to you they all have like these names are just like this is like dozer and slash or whatever. yeah they're literally just made they're what dogs are yeah but they all look like they're 42 years old like yeah. they straight up look like uh not joe pesci but the other actor from uh home alone Oh, Dan, Rob, Daniel Stern? They look like Daniel Stern's character a bunch. There's one point where there's a female character. Her name is Jezebel. And she's like, hey, man, on this course, don't worry about speed. Just, quote, unquote, bone out a bunch. <laughs> Side note, I'd absolutely watch Joe Pesci and Daniel Stern skitching and yep. trying to get through. We're called the Wet Bandits. <laughs> Just, like, going through, Why? breaking their because, knees. Because when we fall down, we leave a bloody skid mark <laughs> behind us. No, yeah. this, it's so much of this is like you can feel marketing trying to reach a certain age group in America, a certain demographic, and just not understanding it. This is, I feel like, I mean, this definitely still happens with marketing, but in the 90s, it felt especially rampant to me that people were just a bunch of adults in a room trying to sell things to kids, and they had no idea what kids talk like, no. what they like, but they were just like, I fucking get it. I was there once. And it it doesn't rollerblading is just it's just X in the equation. It could yeah. be anything. Yes. Right? 2 years ago, 
I think it was. We did the E3 where every single game was a Battle Royale game. Mm-hmm. Every single game was Battle Royale. Everyone's like, we got to capitalize on Battle Royales because everyone's making Just them. Just a fad that's so, coming along. Rollerblades. Oh, EA's like, we got to make a rollerblading game. Uh, it's great. We can just do what Road Rash did and mm-hmm. add rollerblades in it, and boom, we're off to the races. And like, that's kind of the thought behind a lot right. of these games. Which, in like my opinion, I can obviously look back as a child and be like, I had a lot of fun playing with my brother. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of fun playing this game with my friends. And then there's the adult version of me that looks at it that was like, oh, you were just churning shit out. Right. And so it's hard for me to look back on it and be like, what a great, wonderful experience. And part of me is just kind of like, man, fuck you a little bit. During the first collapse of video games when Atari was just pumping out horseshit to try to make money, yeah. I'm sure there were a few gems in there that were good. Right. But it was still a period of time where corporations were just like, it doesn't matter. We just want the money. Just fucking churn out whatever the fuck it is. Right. And just the idea as a kid is you can rollerblade and sketch on cars and go off ramps. I'm like, sold. Yeah. Like, I don't care. And they're like, yeah, but it's not good for this reason, that reason. I'm like, I don't care. I'm eight or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's all I give a fuck. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter to me. I don't care if it's the same level. All ha- I don't care. I don't even know where the Golden Gate Bridge is when I'm nope. like, you know what I mean? Like, none of that shit. Eight years old, I saw the Golden Gate Bridge, and I was like, wow, I'm in Tahoe. Like, I'm an idiot. Right, I don't and care. it's just hard to articulate in your 30s why you liked it when you were little, because when you're little, you like it for stupid reasons yeah. or very small reasons that you can't really articulate on when you're older. When I'm little, like, I'm holding onto the back of a bumper with another player who's on the same ride, mm-hmm. and I'm holding a fire extinguisher, and he's holding a steel pipe, and we're trying to beat the shit out of each and other. And one of your doors opens and knocks you off, yeah. whatever, from the it's van that you're holding onto. Cool. It's a cool, crazy game. This is, I, I do like that they did this, because in Road Rash, you get a weapon if you're lucky, if you can grab it. In Skitchin, you can hold three weapons. I was, part of me when I was playing Skitchin, I just would have laughed so hard if just some guy on a bike came by with a pipe and just like knocked me in the head. Yeah. He just kept on his bike going. Just imagine <laughs> being the car behind this, watching two 16-year-olds grunged out Eddie Vedder style holding onto a bumper and they both whip out pipes and start beating the shit out of each other. I wanted, I wish there was just some older guy I could drive by him. I used to snowboard with a string. Yeah. <laughs> We're the same. <laughs> you and me, we get <laughs> We're it. We're the same. We get it. <laughs> Living and, in the dime. Oh my god! No, I just uh, uh, somebody, an old man who drives by in a Buick, <laughs> yeah. leans his head out the window and goes, "You think you're tough? I was in Korea. <laughs> I didn't serve. I went once. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> went there in 1988 <laughs> for the Seoul Olympics. Uh, we didn't do well, Keith." Yeah, I also made a game for you. Sweet, and I was struck by how fun it is to just uh, look at some of the weird races. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you'll get this from the title. This game is called Real Race or Fake Race. Also, I had to Google weirdest races for this, and Google has some pretty hateful opinions. <laughs> so I'm gonna weirdest tell you, races. Tell you the name of a race, and I'm gonna give you the description. All you got to <laughs> tell me is if this is real. That this exists, or if this Please, is fake. Please, just let this be the most elaborate race joke in the world. It's all... <laughs> Japanese. I was just going to say, Haitian. What? What's wrong with you? <laughs> all right, number one. The Great Grove Bed Race. A team race with two people pushing a wheeled bed over the course of one-eighth of a mile, while a third member lies down in the bed the entire time. Past Grand Marshals of the event have included Flo Rida and Vanilla Ice. Yes. <laughs> Yes, this is real. <laughs> this takes place in Miami yeah, every does. single year. The moment you said Vanilla Ice, I'm like, it's real. Yeah. Because I'm like, that is no, I don't, if you put him next to a weird thing, it's real. 
Number two, the roll her derby. Contestants enter as husband and wife, and the husband rolls his spouse a full mile inside of a large tire. If she leaves the tire at any point, the pairing is disqualified. This is not real. This is not real. This is not real. All right. All right. I thought I'd get you with that one. (laughs) I didn't get you with that one. Number three, the Marsh Marathon. Participants must run an entire marathon 26.2 miles while holding 26.2 marshmallows in their mouth the entire time. If any runner is seen eating or spitting out marshmallows, they are disqualified. This isn't real. No, it's not. <laughs> I don't know how physically, like, at that, I, like <laughs> after 10 minutes, I would just be, like, puking or eating it. Like It was just I mean? a blue man group joke, yeah. basically. <laughs> Number four, the figure eight train racing, a designated pull car which has a functioning engine, is chained to a car behind it that has no functioning engine. The switch off, the back car has functioning brakes, the front car does not. So they have to work together to figure out how to win this race when only one of the cars has an engine and only one of the cars has brakes. This is real. This is real. This is real because... This is like a mechanic's fucking wet dream. Like it is I, like, so funny. I worked for when I was a uh, when I was sixteen. I illegally worked, and by illegally, I mean it's not like he illegally hired me. As in, I should have been in high school, and I worked as an assistant manager at a hockey shop. And my manager was the guy who owned the place was a redneck. He'll tell you he's a redneck mm-hmm. because what he does all of his time is work on Beatles. He souped up Beatles. He turned yep. them into drag racing cars. Mm-hmm. And when people would walk in with like, and this issue with like the car doesn't work, but when only the one of the wheels work, want to get the bat. Like I could see him getting hard. Yeah. Like, he, like, like, like they, this is what like, I do. Yeah. Like how do I hell? Like I would actively be like, I'm not interested in any of this. He's like, cool, cool, cool. Here's the shell of my beetle that I'm yep. working on. <laughs> Love it. All right, number five, the Quaalude Sprint. Discontinued as an event in the 1990s for obvious reasons, eight runners must take Quaaludes one hour before a race and, t- and then compete a, complete a 100-meter dash. The winner is declared about half the time. So this was like a Wall Street thing secretly? Because this isn't real. It's not a sanctioned thing. So yeah, to me, this is real. This is fake. I made this one up. I bet they did this. Thing. I bet. I, I bet totally there was a did, right after watching Wolf of Wall Street. I'm like, there's no way they didn't like say, "Hey, you guys take Quaaludes, and then you got a race, and we're gonna see who wins. We're all gonna bet a thousand. Like, yep. you know what I mean? Like, so I'm not. It's it might not. It be was real, out there, but it happened. But I'm like, I can. That's a plausible yep. thing in my head. All right, number six, human versus horse marathon. Humans on foot race humans on horseback over a marathon distance to see which animal is fastest over a long track. Wait, what? Humans versus humans who are riding on horses with this, with run a marathon. You already lose. It's fake. This exists in Wales every year. But so you, you just lose to a horse every year? Twice a human has won. Did the horse die? So humans are... There's no other animal in the world that's capable of running long distance the way humans are. Okay. Like, there, there are entire tribes that hunt, like, antelope or whatever just by having one person chase it for six hours until it gets exhausted, and then they kill it and haul it back. Other animals fatigue and their bodies just don't work, and they're just like, I literally can't. Well, that's, move. I know that about cheetahs. People are like, oh man, cheetahs must fucking go ever. I'm like, no, they yeah, run over four they, seconds. Yeah, 80 miles per hour for five seconds, and then they need to take a break the rest of the day. Yeah. 
like and like a lot of animals have that humans are uniquely capable of running long distances this happened in whales every year all right i don't know enough about whales to have a joke <laughs> i think that for, is the good, joke good for you i guess i don't know. is that at that point of like this is just i'm putting on my aristotle cap mm-hmm. on i'm so cute uh, <laughs> i'm a stallion I'm a, i compete I'm, in the uh, human versus uh, horse uh, marathon uh, uh, all right taking the hat off that was fun um no uh is it offensive to do this to the horses if they're not supposed to be doing this shit? I think, uh, you know, I've said that horseback riding is probably the most romantic way to torture an animal that we've found. Isn't it beautiful? Yeah. Isn't it beautiful just to gamble and bet with yeah. giant hats as we wear these animals for pants? <laughs> <laughs> Number seven. Uh. Animals for pants. Number seven, the Krispy Kreme Challenge. Participants must compete a... 2.5 mile run and then eat one dozen donuts and then run back to the starting line. Any person who vomits is disqualified. Uh, this is true. They kicked, they tried to do this in Boston and it didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> this is a real this one. This is a real thing? Yes. Did this... they, where, did, where is, Krispy Kreme is an East Coast thing, but Boston is a, is a Dunkin' Donuts town, you know, but I, it's non Krispy Kreme. We didn't have Krispy Kreme for fucking ever. I thought it was this, an East Coast thing. This I found in the South. Interesting. Yeah, I think okay. I think Krispy Kreme is a southern thing. All right, number eight, the driving range dodge. Racers line up two hundred feet from the uh, from the pitting point of a driving range and compete to see who can run across the range twenty times first. Golfers constantly hit balls at them from for the duration of the race, and participants are encouraged to wear helmets and protective gear. No, <laughs> it's not real. It's not real. Like it's me. Some thing is like. I'm in my head being like, what protective gear? And I'm like, nothing. Yeah. I'm like, unless you're literally in a cage that moves with you. Yeah. No. (laughs) And number nine, the last one, not technically a race, but the slam drunk contest. It's exactly what it sounds like. And it's held in Indiana every March. Okay. So do you, every time you slam dunk the ball, you got to drink again. I don't get what everybody's just, Everybody's just you drunk can and only we're slam dunking. You can only compete if you're drunk. How can they tell how drunk you are? This is real. No, it's not. It's I not real. Uh, <laughs> I made this one up. This is something... <laughs> see, the things that you don't... That you're like, this is made up, I absolutely think they're real. I think they happen. There has, like, there's no way that an NBA team hasn't gotten all their rookies drunk and been yeah. like, uh, dunk contest. I think the golf one has probably happened somewhere. It's just not been as thoroughly organized. Yeah, that would kill someone. There's so many weird races. I mean, the rolling a wheel of cheese down a steep hill in England yeah, happens every animals, year. Chasing it and hurting themselves. Bus figure eight racing happens where yeah. the intention is to have crashes. Same figure eight racing with trailers on the back of the truck. Like The, the only games that I just don't make fun of because I think they're cool are like the Irish games that they play. Have you oh, seen you those? with like the log hurling? That shit to me is like... If every country did something like that, where it's like it's just specific to us, and this is what we do, mm-hmm. I'd never make fun of it. It's stuff like Florida would even stay away from them, but other people do it. I'm yeah. like, why? <laughs> if Florida says no, you should too. <laughs> that should be a bumper sticker, or at you least should. That too. should be the state of the union. Um, God, this game is fascinating. I wonder how many of you guys played it. I remember people getting excited that we were going to talk about it. I wonder how many of you actually got it. How many of you had it? It's, I mean, it how is How long did fun. you guys play it? How many? Because there's nothing. 
right? Because Sonic, you have like this level, Mario, there's this level. Like you have things you connect with. Yeah, but this is just like the same track you with just, a different color scheme. Yeah, you just go down the road. Your guy's flannel changes colors depending on which track he's on. <laughs> That's all. And then every time he wins, he stops. He like leans over at the waist and he just like does a little fist bump and just goes, yeah. That's it, it. That's his whole celebration. Is Pearl Jam the best flannel band? It's Pearl Jam or Nirvana, but I consider Nirvana to be more punk than grunge at times. So I give Pearl Jam the most grunge that grunged. What else is out there? Like Sonic Youth? Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't know where I'd put Nirvana. Right? Because they just like, you're right, like, you can say they're grunge. I'm not trying to take away genre from them. Yeah. I'm not trying to take away from Kurt Cobain in any sense of the term, but they were just way fucking harder yeah. than everybody else. You could, like, grunge was just like, yeah, we, like, sing low and we have distortion. And Kurt Cobain was like, I'm furious at existence. I was like, that's different. Right, so, because, well, because I thought they were even harder than Stone Temple Pilots yeah. and all these bands that were also very hard or whatever. Yeah. And they weren't metal. It was just they were the most depressed and didn't care the most. There was a lot of singers that sounded the same in that era, and yeah. then Kurt Cobain was just screaming. And they all just copied Eddie Vedder, I yes. assume, right? Everyone just copied Eddie? Everybody copied Eddie Vedder, who, uh, by the way, copied uh, Ray Charles. <laughs> Is that what he did? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's... Hey, Eddie, you did a great job. Ray, you're awesome. Uh, Ray, you're Ray Charles, legendary. But you did unintentionally lead us to Creed, and I gotta tell you, I'm not a fan of that. Not a fan of that. Not and a fan Creed of that. Creed led that. us to all of this. So yep. thanks, Creed. Thanks. Thanks. Thank you, Scott Stapp, the lead singer of Creed, Do whose name is still apparently in my brain for some yeah, reason. Yeah, tell everybody the, the funnier die story so people just know. Oh. Because this is when you guys brought him in. Yes, I forgot was, about this. This was after a lot of shit came out about so, him. So Scott Zapp was the lead singer of Creed, and... If you're wondering who when, Creed is, you're lying. Yeah. <laughs> they have that hit song, Can You Take Me Higher, and a bunch of other songs. They're they were God's popular rock the band who did a lot of drugs. They they had a very, like, Christian vibe to them, but they never said they were Christian, but they always kind of, like... Scott Zapp would always strike these, like, Jesus-like poses. And I, look I like Jesus, and, like, yeah. But White then, Jesus. Yeah. White Jesus. But then he got into, like... Uh, he, he was like drunk at a hotel and he got into a fist fight with a guy from 311. Uh, <laughs> he just had a bunch of stuff happen where everyone was like, this guy's kind of a douche. And it would, what I think was happening was he was pretty self-destructive and I think he was an alcoholic. Well, yeah. And, and what happened when I was working at Funny or Die was they were like, we want to do a review of the movie Creed. This is but so we want to have Scott Stapp review it, thinking that it's about his band and being confused the whole time. And that's how I knew the dude was out of money and had a drug yeah. or alcohol problem, was that he fucking showed up and did it. He showed up in our recording studio, which was like a closet that we converted. Yeah, like it was a shitty office and with a bunch of shitty white guys. So we're all just sitting there writing, and Scott Stapp shows up, and everybody's like, oh, hey, man, thanks for coming. And we're all looking over our shoulders like, that's the lead singer of Creed. This is really kind of interesting and weird. Yeah. And he's like, so what's, like, I saw the script, you guys just want to do it so, like, I'm kind of a movie reviewer, and, like, this is a thing that I always do, and I just happen to be reviewing Creed, and they're, like, walking him through it, and they're like, the first thing we want to do, though, is we want you to sing a verse, like, the chorus line of Can You Take Me Higher, but we wrote it as a theme song for your movie review, and he's like, right. oh, I could totally do that. Mm -hmm. And so... He goes into the little booth. He closes the door. We hear some muffled talking. 
we hear a little like we hear him like get the headphones and everything's all set. It's completely quiet because we're all like, what are we about to hear? And he just fucking. And we just hear, can you take me to the movies? And everybody just like, nobody makes a sound because nobody wants them to but be self-conscious. Like, everybody freaked out quietly at their desk. Like, everybody looking at her, she's like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Just like, a bunch of people minds. who had, I don't know, everyone had five Creed jokes locked and yeah. loaded to go. And all of them were like, oh. And we <laughs> And every one of us went, he's still got he's it. He's still Creed. <laughs> so Creed good. still got it. And by got it, I mean undertones of Christianity. <laughs> he, I got to give it to him. He was such a good sport for that mm. entire thing. They wrote a joke into the script about him drunkenly getting in a fight with the lead singer of 311. He was like, yeah, of course I'll read that. Dude. <laughs> so he seemed, he seemed to me like a dude who was in a recovery program and was like, trying to make some changes and I was like I kind of adm- I like I think this is respectable. It is and at the same time it's a little if bit sad, are, no, right? If you end up if you're at funnier die, not the beginning, towards the end yeah. and you're doing shit with them like Johnny Depp did Donald Trump. Oh yeah, that was trash. And no one watched it. Like there was like a weird They were they were like we're going to take him down with this and we watched it and I was like this isn't funny. It wasn't it was weird. Uh, but, but yeah. Yeah, that was a great Great moments. <laughs> there you go. 90s. They stick with us. Late 2000s, early 2000s. Early late 2000s, 90s, late 90s. Slowly the end of that grunge yeah. movement of a Puddle of Mud, all that shit just starting to like go away. I call it redneck Christian rock. Yeah. And I was in Colorado Springs, which is the ev- evangelical sanctuary of the world yeah. and conservatives and military and shit all day nonstop. Yeah. Creed. Tons of it. <laughs> Tons of it. Keith, I made a final five for you. I made a final five for you as well. I made just a typical final five this time. There you go. I did not. Okay. Uh, Jesse, how many movies was John Travolta in with Talking Babies? Four. Two. Should have been four. Two. If I had it my way, it would have been four. What was the movie? Look Who's Talking Now? Look Who's Talking. And Look Who's Talking Now. How much money did Look Who's Talking make? $180 million. It cost eight million to make. Mm-hmm. They made three hundred million dollars. <laughs> oh my god! Because I was like, of course they're gonna make. I was a like, why one. did they make two more of the? Because they, they had, the, there's two with babies, and yeah. the third one is a dog. Dogs right. are talking or whatever. And I was sure. like, I was like, why did these get made? And I was like, oh, three hundred million dollars yeah, because you made two hundred ninety-two million dollars in strict profit. <laughs> oh, sorry, I went down my nineties hole. You go, Keith. What's the best burrito ingredient? Could be a meat, could be otherwise, could be a sauce, could be anything. Keith is in deep thought on this one. This is torturing him a little the bit. The beans make it. The beans. What's your favorite kind of bean to have in a burrito? I mean, it's pinto or black, but it really doesn't matter. It depends on how they're prepared and what's in them and the flavor to them. Yeah. Because the meats can interchange. Chicken's always going to taste the same. I'm not always going to get a chorizo taco. I'm not always going to get a chorizo. Bur- like, I'm, the meat's always going to be different. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So the... The basic concepts of a burrito that you're going to get over and over and over again, what's the one thing? Now, we're talking about rice. Yeah. Rice almost doesn't need to be in a burrito. Okay. We have flour with it or whatever. We have starches. Yeah. Continued. And it's normally going to be the same. And beans, we, people don't realize, is is there lard in it? Is there yep. bacon in it? Is there yeah. fat? In it? Like, How'd you those cook that shit? Those flavors add so mm-hmm. much to whatever meat you put in it. So that's the most necessary ingredient. And then after that, you obviously can go into sauces and salsas <laughs> and what makes it definitive the beans make the burrito the beans to me are like what's the most important and obviously 
I'm a white dude who doesn't know shit, but that's where my opinion is. <laughs> uh, second one, Jesse, what's car hop? Car hop? Mm-hmm. Uh, is this going from one car to another while they're both moving? Yeah, it's a waitress with rollerblades. Oh, is that what it is? That's what it is, because uh, we're talking about rollerblading big in the That's 90s right. and 80s. Back, back in, in the, the 50s, 50s. It, like, you go get food. You don't go to McDonald's. You don't go to any of these places. You go to a drive-in like Sonic, and Sonic still has it. They like rollerblade yeah. over to you. And, and you things eat like your that. car. So that was like a normal thing. Like I went all through like rollerblade history of like America and being yeah. like, what is it with... They show that in the founder, how the guy that uh, that stole McDonald's was like, I need a better system than just driving. Like, we need something better than this come up to the window of my car thing. He was like a milkshake or some machine salesman or yeah. something. Oh, yeah, he was selling milkshake machines yes. to people. Yeah. All right, Keith, question number two. Aisle seat or window seat? Aisle. Yeah. Window. It. Mm. Aisle if it's... Three hours or less window if it's more than three hours because window sleep against potentially sleep, but I never sleep. No, me neither. Do you ever sleep half sleep? I always go aisle because Mm -hmm. it feels less claustrophobic. I feel like there's more space for me to like if I need to uh, like move my leg out, my arm out, I can. If see aisle to me, if we're on a longer flight, people are definitely going to get up to go to the bathroom or take Mm -hmm. shit or whatever. And if it's a short flight, they're less likely to do that yeah. in my brain. Like I'm nobody o- wants to get up on a short flight. I'm okay being the guy on the aisle who gets up a bunch. I don't feel okay being on the window and asking two people to move for me a few times. Right. Jesse, so. mm-hmm. baby on a plane or not a baby on a plane? This isn't a question. Not a baby on a plane. Every time. Every uh- <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, what did Christy Alley do before becoming an actress? Is she a model? She was an interior designer. Oh, interesting. She went, this is a thing. This is how much showbiz has been the same without you and I realizing it. Mm -hmm. A lot of people, to get into showbiz, they go on a reality TV show first. Yeah. And then somebody sees them or something. Like, it's like an in. It's like a weird thing. Kiersey Alley went on a match game and won twice. And then, like, two years later was on Star Trek. That is so fucking weird. Isn't that just like you went on, you were hot, yeah. someone I need saw to be you, noticed. you can be seen by a casting director, hey, do you want to be the hot lady in this thing? Like, it's a weird... I hate our I hate our. It's worlds. a weird, disturbing thing. But yeah, then she went on to be on the biggest show of all time in Cheers, because she took over for Shelley Long. Yeah. She's like, I'm going to be a movie actress, and it didn't work. Keith, question three, boogie boarding or snorkeling? Boogie boarding. Not even close, right? Like... Yeah, it's it's not even close. One is just like, one, I think I'm like an adrenaline junkie yeah. from shit like this. Like, I need to want to go off ramps. I want to get on jet skis. I want to, like, do all this fun stuff. And I'm not against looking at things. It just becomes, as soon as I see the eel and the fish, yeah. I'm done. Yep. I got it. <laughs> I get it. Thanks. I could have opened a National Geographic in 1994, but sure, I'm right. here. Like, I went to Hawaii, and I saw fish under me, and I was snorkeling. I was like, oh, this is, like, really cool. But I remember just <coughs> laughing uncontrollably on a jet ski. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoying, <laughs> Enjoying my life. Enjoying myself. Uh, Tenacious D appeared in what movie together for the first time? Orange County. Biodome. 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 Holy Shore's Biodome. Holy Shore's Biodome. They're leading a group in like a massage circle. God damn. Because I went down like the path of like Jack Black and Jack Black's just been in Hollywood doing weird shit 
forever, and he's been doing Tenacious D forever. forever. And Tenacious D's been in a couple movies yeah. together. Yeah, they have. Biodome, Jesus Christ. Keith, what's the best show you've watched during quarantine? God, this is how fucking long quarantine's been going on. Mm-hmm. I can think of one that you've told me a few times to watch. <sighs> um... God, what did I watch? What have I watched? I watched Unsolved Mysteries, but I don't know if that was yeah. the best one I saw. Guys, if you haven't seen un- the new Unsolved Mysteries, go watch the alien abduction Unsolved Mysteries thing. It's the only doc I've ever watched and been like, oh, holy shit, aliens are real. Yeah. You <laughs> were just like, like they just proved like that this I'm terrified. Like, oh, that's horrifying and creepy. And how come I never heard about this or anything like that? Yeah. Um, I don't know. What was the one you brought? You remember me bringing up? Well, that was that was it. Unsolved was Mysteries it. was Unsolved the one that Mysteries. I was like, holy shit. Yeah, there haven't... I don't know if I've been watching dramas or anything like that. Caroline and I have been on our um, Forensic Files kick. Yeah. Which is fun because uh, you don't know who the piece of shit is. Yeah. you re- Like, they do such a great job of editing it together that you really don't know who sucks. Who sucks. Like, you're like, oh, are you the murderer? Mm-hmm. Are you the murderer? Are you the murderer? Um, and so far, every Forensic Files episode is some cop shows up and goes, you're the murderer. And they go, no, I'm not. And he goes, yeah, you are. I got you on this reason. Mm-hmm. And then some scientist has to show up and be like, they don't know what they're talking about. Right. And then like that. So the doc happens with like, oh, wow, this cop's doing a great job. And then by the end, you're like, fuck this dude. Like, And he tries to defend himself. And it's like the same I'm gonna, thing. I'm going to go and ahead and, and tell you that when I watch that show, as soon as the cop's like, we arrested this man. And we're like, this cop's full of shit. I hate this cop. Yeah, there was one guy who... They do such a great job. They, one guy who literally was like, uh, Louisiana, go out to uh, shrimp boats. All this huge storm happens in the middle of everybody shrimping. Mm-hmm. One boat doesn't come back. One dude is found stranded, holding onto a box. And they're like, what happened to the captain? And he goes, oh, his foot got caught on a rope. He was like, I'm not going to make it. Mm-hmm. You like go for yourself or whatever. Yeah. Like, And he's just like, okay. Like, I don't know what to do. Like, the guy that they're talking to is, he's Forrest Gump. He, like, just doesn't have that much um, brain functionality or whatever it is. Um, So they bring him in five days in a row for hours on end, being like, you murdered him, didn't you? You murdered him, didn't you? You murdered him, didn't you? Jesus. You murdered him, didn't you? And by the sixth day, he's like, yeah, I think I murdered him. I guess I did. I guess I murdered him. And then a lawyer had... the only time I've ever wanted to high five and hug a lawyer yeah. was this lawyer was like this motherfucker. Yeah. Like, and then the lawyer meets with the guy and he's just like, what happened? He's like, his foot got stuck and all this sort of other things. And I like left. Yeah. And they're like, no, we found stab wounds. We found this. We found that. You must have done this. Mm-hmm. And they're like, no, actually, a story matches up. They found his body missing one shoe. They found yep. like this. They found that. And it was like, oh, that cop. Just, just like, I don't do my job. Yeah, that cop's a piece of shit. I just want to, like, get my tags and do all this shit. It was, like, beyond disturbing. So I highly recommend that. Jesse, mm-hmm. how many movies has Polly Shore been in? Oh, man. This caught me off guard. 16. 22. <laughs> 22? Yeah. I can think of five. Let me see. Uh, Encino Man in the Army Now, Biodome. Son-in-law. Son-in-law. Jury Duty. Jury Duty. Oh, my God. Jury duty. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, those are the five I can name. <laughs> and there are 17 more There's out 17 there. 17 more out there. Hard pass. Keith, <laughs> number five, what's your favorite card game? 
Um, poker. Because it's fun, but also you can fucking end whenever you want. Is it Hold'em or is it five-card stud? Uh, I'd, I prefer Hold'em. I don't like five-card. Um, yeah, I don't... I'll be honest. Like, it's... Cards, to me, are so boring now mm-hmm. that I'm like... It's like this weird... When phones finally became a thing and computers finally became a thing and all this shit became real, it's like, who has cards now? Yeah. I guess. So, like, my first brain went to, like, War, because I think I've played that more than any other card game in my life. War or whatever. is a slow, boring game. It is a slow, boring game that you play on a plane. To there's, kill. A, there's also no, like, strategy whatsoever no. involved in Go it. Go fish. I'd rather just be with my thoughts. Yep. <laughs> like, you know what Same I mean? Same with Solitaire. <laughs> so, like, Texas, hold them. Playing with friends. Bet some money. Not bet some money. Quit whenever you want. I like it. Like, you don't have to wait. It's like Monopoly. I don't like Monopoly, because I'm like... We have to actually end this? Yeah, we have to like, figure like out how to, to get out of this shit. This to be over? I've been here for an hour. <laughs> this has been Final Five. Keith, do we have any final thoughts on Skitchin? It's the most 90s thing possible. It's fun, but it's limited. Yeah, it's the 90s. It's so the 90s. It's so the 90s. It's such a great it's, little It's so limited. If you weren't the there, you'll never understand. Yeah. I feel like with the 70s, you it's talked about so much. You get it. The yeah. 80s, there was so much shit going on. The 90s people just, I feel like it was like a moment of shock while everyone was also rich. Yeah. Right? It, it like feels... Princess Die dying, fucking Kurt Cobain, Kosovo, like all these... Oklahoma City, Oklahoma Waco. Oklahoma City, Waco, all these crazy things happening while simultaneously we're the richest we've ever fucking been. It very much feels like an entire decade where things are starting to collapse and we're all pretending they're not. And right. we all genuinely are just like convincing ourselves that they're not. Yeah, we just distract ourselves with shit. And so we have this game that's like, this would never fly. No. But like, yeah, we'll make this game and it'll be fun. Yeah, I don't, it's crazy. It's like you get, you can, you jump, like this car would not be, this game would not be made today. No. No. They would, any game that encourages you to go lock onto a car yeah. and ride something behind it, no. Yeah, no. there was that kind of like rebellious spirit in the 90s where people were just like, nah, if it's like against the rules, we're going to fucking make a game out of it. Uh, teenagers. Uh. Yeah, it's like you were pissed off in Mortal Kombat, and if I was you, I'd be more pissed off about this thing. Yeah. Because after playing Mortal Kombat, I go, wow, that was crazy when I took off my mask and breathed fire on the guy. But yeah. when I play Skitch, and I go, ooh, I want to go do that now. Yeah, it's why they put that <laughs> warning there. That's why they put that warning there. No, There was no warning for Mortal Kombat that was like, please don't freeze your opponent in a block of ice. Right. And then- <laughs> and tear out his spine. <laughs> For this one, they had to be like, listen, our guy's not even wearing a helmet, and it's a problem. Yeah, they're right about James Bond 007 Goldeneye. I slapped the shit out of my siblings. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, reminder to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at NewPlayerPod, and rate us, review us five stars wherever you listen to this podcast. Otherwise, let's get out of here. Let's do it. Keith, Jesse, this is New Players Joined. Goodbye. Goodbye. Mitchell Goosen is 16 slash 17. They don't even know what his age is? (laughs)